Hello and welcome to the latest Swedish 30k podcast, Don't Lose Your Head. I'm Niklas and this is... Morten! So, okay. Uh, I don't really know how to start this. <laughs> let's just let's just go straight into it. Let's. I'm I'm pumped. Are you pumped? <laughs> I am pumped. I am really really pumped. The beer is Are making me pumped. Post pre human pumped. I I'm post human pumped. Hyperman pumped. <laughs> All right. So I uh, I think they we can start with uh, some explanation to why we're here and why on, we're doing on this. Earth or in the galaxy or yeah but let's let's narrow it down for now why we play with plastic men <laughs> why we're grown men that play <laughs> with plastic men exactly so uh, would you like to start Morgan? Oh, oh yeah sure um uh, i haven't been in the hobby for very long uh, i know like listening to some other guys they've been from you know like they talk about version two and the good old days and you know i don't understand what they're talking about uh, because i basically i started the 40k maybe five years ago max or something uh got into the plastic stuff uh, so i played a bit uh tyranids and some other small armies but um but then uh, then i got into 30k and now i'm really really hooked Nice. So you've been playing 40k until you started playing 30k. Yeah, and I, I never, I never even tried fantasy. So I only, I only been into the sci-fi part of uh, Warhammer. All right. Uh, but I mean, like, I think uh, for 30k, it was definitely the uh, Horus Heresy books, the the novellas that got me, got me caught. Uh, All right. How about you? <laughs> okay, yeah, they, I got my I got my first models, which were Space Marines, when I was like five. Uh, oh. the, the second edition box, some Black Templar guys. Uh, well, it wasn't Black Templars. It's just those like generic monopose guys with the bolters across their chests, the amazing ones. Were they the like uh, the Mark Six ones, or is that earlier? Like the yeah, yeah, it was Mark Six. It wasn't the it wasn't the beakies. It was the the guys with the beaks. No, the Mark no. Six ones. No. Oh, but like isn't the Mark beakies? You could actually post. Oh yeah, you're right. I mean Mark Seven. Shit. Ah. <laughs> but were they even earlier? Like, was that Rogue Trader or something with the, the Mark Seven? Uh, I'm not really sure. I think it was probably at the end of second edition or something. Okay. Uh, still got the models, but uh, I don't really remember. I was five. <laughs> <laughs> who who gave them to you? Was it some awesome uncle or something? I think it, probably my dad. Like I saw the models in the store. Like oh my god, that's so cool. And he used to paint models, airplanes and stuff. So he painted them like templars for me. <laughs> give me, give me, give me. <laughs> so those I were my have, first points. I have a similar like I just have to uh, put that in because uh, my dad was also he was building a lot of these uh, you know airplanes and which is also you know plastic uh, and he used to he used to buy me these sets when I was a kid <laughs> for like Christmas you know I got like wow it's the 
the MiG-29 fighter, oh my god. But I was too young to build them, so he basically took them <laughs> and built them. <laughs> and then I couldn't I couldn't. Them. This is not a toy, I'll take it. Well, I think that's why I got into 30K. This is like a, a suppressed tragic uh, <laughs> childhood. Abuse as a child, classy models. God damn it, Dad. <laughs> Oh, but sorry, yeah, continue. What, what happened when you were five? <laughs> it started up very dark. <laughs> Nothing bad happened to me, thank God, when I was five. I only got Space Marines. Pretty good experience. Yeah, so after that, I bought some more models. It was just pretty much just playing with the models. I had some dwarfs. And then I got like the, the third edition box, which I still have the rule book from. And it's just such an amazing box. <laughs> what what was in that box? Those that box had the, the first uh, like modern Space Marines, pretty much. So they pretty much look the same now as they as they did in the third edition starting box. Oh, so you got cool. yeah, so you got uh, some Space Marines and a land speeder. And some dark elder. Ah, oh, so the dark elder were the 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 enemy in the box, kind of. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't still didn't play back then. Just painting the models. Did you have a, Did you have a chapter then? Like, did you have a color scheme you liked? Yeah, I actually made my own chapter, which is like a successor chapter of the the Black Templars. Ooh, nice. After like a few attempts, so I had the same models with maybe three layers of paint, looking ugly <laughs> as hell. <laughs> uh, and then uh, when I started playing, I guess when I was around 15 or something, started with some Imperial Guard. Uh, and that was, that was like at the beginning of 5th edition when I really started playing the game. Yeah. And after a while, I got some new Space Marines, some Iron Hands, actually. Whoa! But yeah. for 40k, then, I guess. Yeah. So I, I played a lot of, with my Iron Hands. I went to different tournaments around Sweden and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I got kind of tired of the game after a while, because the way you, you built your armies... <laughs> Was it limited, do you think, or was it like the same thing? It was just getting more and more try-hard, I think. Uh, uh, with the tournaments also, or I mean... Yeah. With that, or... It was like you went to a tournament and then everyone was playing these really dick-kicking lists, or you were you were playing at home against other people who were, had been to tournaments, who also made really hard lists, or against people who didn't go to tournaments, just wanted to play to have fun yeah yeah you yeah i know what you mean it's uh it gets tiring when you just uh when it's when people only play to win i mean oh yeah, so i guess gotta be tired of that and then uh, i get introduced to flames of war so I, i've been playing that for for a while uh so i was playing that since like the end of fifth edition and really play much after that and just Looking at what's going on and <laughs> just seeing it deteriorating even more <laughs> with the <laughs> detachments and stuff. End times. 
yeah, the great update for Warhammer Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to play fantasy as well. So I, I mean, it's just devastating. I just loved fantasy so much. Yeah, were you playing dwarves there? Uh, yeah, dwarves and Britonia. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so it, I was playing it like on and off because it wasn't that popular. It was so fun to bring it out once in a while. Oh, yeah. But but, so basically, when you took a break uh, from Warhammer, is when I started, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And then, what what brought you back? Uh, well, like uh, I saw that that Fortwell released these uh, uh, these horse heresy models before they had rules, because that was back when I played, and I read the the series, like started reading it when it came out, and I always loved horse heresy, and like back then, people were making their own heresy armies, like converting their own marines. Yeah. And uh, when these guys came out, the, like the Mark Three and Mark Two and stuff. People were buying it and making more heresy armies, but they didn't have any rules or anything. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's like, uh, for example, the, the, the YouTube channel Templar's Crusade Zero One. Or, have you seen that guy? No. It's like a British guy, and I think him and some others were, uh, before Fortwell released the, the, the real rule books, they were basically, they went through the entire heresy. So they have like a big battle of Olanor, and they have, I think, the, to the Gates of Terra, basically. Uh, so, <laughs> YouTube channel tip. Check wow. It. And they, I think he made all the Primarchs before they had models, you know, and it's really... Oh, yeah, I remember. I think it was this, there was a company who made Primarch models as well uh, yeah. before Fortune made them. I think it's so, yeah. Poor guys being put out of business. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> yeah, was, I was seeing these books come out and then like they got rules and but then I thought like, Okay, that's cool, but like no one ever plays Fortwell rules, from what I remember. Because Fortwell always made these awesome campaign books. Like my favorite book in the entire 40k universe is still Imperial Armor Three, the Taurus campaign. Just, well, who is in that book? Which factions are playing? It's the Imperium, like mostly Imperial Guard, Talarn, and Elysians against Tal. Oh. So it's, a, it's just a really well-written book with an awesome campaign. It's just so so grounded, super That's cool. cool. I, I I've seen like the ones with uh, uh, with the, when they fight the orcs. Uh, is that a siege of racks or something? Yeah, the siege of racks. Uh, the death corpse against chaos. Oh, okay. And then, uh, and I, then think, I think there was uh, one that with Tyranids also there. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the the fourth book. It's also really cool. I think it, then, yeah. that one be, would be really fun to play, more than to read actually. Yeah, maybe there's some. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of these like uh, uh, you're fighting in corridors, right? Narrow corridors, and it's kind of a yeah, like the aliens yeah. movie feeling. And you have these like uh, electrical fences. Have you seen? Uh, you've seen Starship Troopers, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the second one? Uh, no, I've only seen the first one. Oh, good for you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. How many are there? Like three or four? Or... Four, I think. Like, the <laughs> second one is just so 
crappily made. It looks like it's made in. It looks like a really bad seventies movie or something. Yeah, because so the they first have these one like quite cool. I mean, it's not yeah. The first one is amazing. Like, but it's the same one that he didn't have any funding apparently. So, but they have <laughs> but, these but cool. Don't, don't they have the same like main actor? No. Oh. No. <laughs> uh, but they have these electrical fences, pretty similar to the one you can have in Imperial Armor Book Four. That you can just put up. Is it like like a, a force field or? Yeah, it's like these poles, and then you have to have a power generator, and then like. Stuff passing through takes damage. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so they have like really cool stuff in all the Imperial Armor books, but like no one ever used it. So when when the books came out for the Horus Heresy, I thought like, oh, that's cool, but no one's ever gonna play them. <laughs> yeah, more <laughs> sad. Yeah, so I just been playing Flames War, and then I went to Lincoln to play Flames War in a tournament, uh, and then uh, Freddy was also at the, the Flames War tournament. Oh, and this was this year? Then? Yeah. And then he, is, he comes up to the Flames, Flames World Tournament uh, with his Empress Children Army and his Raven Guard Army and a shitload of terrain. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, yeah, I, I'm just hosting this 30k tournament. Do you want to come play? Like, yeah, sure. I love like 30k and I used to play 40k, but I don't have an army. And he's just, oh, he's my Raven Guard. <laughs> So yeah, I entered Lincoln. That was so much fun. Like all the love I used to have for 40k came rushing back. And then uh, you have to face me in the first <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, freaking Eidolon and Fulgrim. <laughs> but that was really cool because I remember, and, and I mean, you said, "Oh, you, I haven't been playing since fifth edition. What has changed? Oh, what's going on?" But, <laughs> I mean, you still you still knew most of the rules. Yeah, yeah it's pretty much the same. <laughs> the 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 main thing I remember from that game was that you borrowed uh, the super heavy tank. Is yeah. It, what is it called? Is it Cerebus? Yeah. Like the one that's basically like a Venator <laughs> destroyer, but it's times three or something. <laughs> it's like one of the worst of the super heavies, I guess. Like. Yeah. The thing is that it fires D three shots. That's cool. Well, not not when you roll ones and twos. <laughs> no, I guess not. And a Sakarian Venator always fires two shots. Ah, uh, yeah, I didn't think about that. But yeah, yeah. So it's a, it was a bit underwhelming. And then I I ran up and and blew it up and like, <laughs> it, and the massive template that should kill everything scattered off the board. <laughs> I felt so bad for you, man. I I oh. <laughs> I <laughs> oh, don't like that. That thing is blew up every time. But then you killed Eidolon, so it was like a moral victory, right? Yeah, yeah. As long as you kill Eidolon, everything is a okay. He's an asshole. I think he, he's <laughs> done in every game I've had him in. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, people just there's so much emotion involved. Like, oh, I remember him from the books. He's an asshole. I will cut up his head, throw it back on, and cut up his head and throw it back on. <laughs> yeah, amazing. But that was cool. I mean, because I I, I don't feel I don't, I think I'm like a not the super good player or like well I, or I, I try not to bring the the worst lists. Uh, 
So uh, I think that was the only game I won on Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you were basically there like, oh, here's an army you don't know anything about play. Oh. <laughs> I think you did a really good job. But but I guess then you felt like Raven Guard wasn't nah, it's not good enough. You need better stuff. Of course. Or <laughs> more like I need to go like if I was gonna start Horse Heresy, I was thinking of uh, starting I was choosing between three different legions. Uh-huh. Between the, the White Scars, Sons of Horus and the Iron Hats. Oh that's pretty pretty diverse. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I, I pretty much just read the the White Scars book, uh, and it's just it's a really cool book. And the White Scars are super cool. But then uh, I went to this store in the town next over, and they had a, a betrayal of calf box, uh, with like a forty percent discount. Whoa! <laughs> like it isn't good enough to begin with. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting that. So then, uh, white scars pretty much out of out of the window. Yeah, just coming in the bikes. And then uh, eventually, I landed on Iron Hands because I used to play them in 40k, so it just seemed seemed nice. And also that like when I played them in 40k, they didn't have any own rules, so I was just using the, oh. the Space Marine Codex. They were just vanilla marines. Yeah, they were pretty much ultramarines back then. They did, so, did get new some rules in 40k now as well, right? Yeah, they got uh, like a supplement called Clan Rakan, I think. Yeah, but didn't also like all, like, all first founding ones get some kind of? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they did. Yeah, I think so. I think they got like uh, feel no pain six oh. six up. That's cool, but it's not as good as your special rules now. <laughs> It's, the, it's minus yeah. It's basically this, the same, the same, the same effect. Two different rules. Yeah, they just they just you're, survive. Yeah, your your marines are a bit more resilient than than usual marines. But um, uh, so I mean, so Lincoln was in May. Yeah. And uh, from there till Scandus, which was just a few weeks ago, in October, uh, how how you you managed to create a three thousand point army? Yes, I built three thousand points. <laughs> I barely increased with five hundred points from May. To May. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a. <laughs> what is your secret? Land raiders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little land raiders. That's that, that's basically your list. <laughs> for yeah. Scandal. <laughs> which I also faced, which was really <laughs> nice. So I got all of my infantry from uh, the Calf box except for five Gorgon Terminators because I had to have one specific unit. And some special characters, right? Or like Tech Priest and. No, they're converted from the ah. Calf box. Ah, cool. I got some bits from Anvil Studios, I think they're called, the, the mechanical bits. For arms and legs and stuff. Some servo arms and stuff for. Yeah. Uh, and then able land raiders, <laughs> like two two regular land raiders and three Proteus land raiders, three predators and a Sakaran venator. And bam, three thousand points. Yeah, 
And most of that is Sword World armor. That's really, really impressive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just love the Proteus model. It's just... I lo oh, love it so much. Yeah, it's it is. Compared to the, the, the other... The Phobos Land Raider, I mean, it, it looks much cooler. I just love how they made... Like, uh, remade a classic model. Because... Yeah. It's this is have you seen it the the, the old, old land raider from second edition? Yeah, it's, it's more wide than long almost. Or a friend of mine had it like back at the club, so I've seen it a bit. And then this is just like a modern version of a really cool model. I love it. And now it and I mean now it looks more proportionate and uh, really cool. Yeah. I mean, it looked like the old one looked like it, it could flip upside down and it wouldn't matter because it would just keep on driving. <laughs> it's like all round tracks. So. <laughs> I guess the yeah, new one is as well. Yeah, it's like that on this one as well. Ignores all terrain. <laughs> only. Oh, and those blades. It's, I, I can't stress enough how like you should always take these. There's no reason whatsoever not to take them. I, I didn't take them for Lincoln because of the I'll save the points and that yeah, that came back at me. <laughs> Tanks got stuck. So for, for Skeptics I gave everything uh blades. But sadly I, I don't have any actual dose blades on my models yet. Do do you have that? I can't remember. I don't think you had it either. Yeah, actually. What? I do. I, I actually took a like, do you know those old uh, uh, tank traps from the terrain set? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like metal spikes that you stand forward. I got like you. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's kind of like the, 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 the rhinos had something similar, right? Or. Uh, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just cut those off and just put them next to the tracks. Yeah, when you say, uh, yeah, I can remember you actually had them there. Because I also have some land raiders, and I, I either I'll just convert some or buy. I think there's also some third-hand company that makes some for land raiders. You know these that are cut into yeah, like those yeah. yeah those those blades that stick on the side, right? Yeah, and I I think they they look really cool. Uh, I don't know, like I I think I have one for. Uh, for the Chimera set that I could put on the, the Rhino, but the, mm. it looks so big. I don't know. It's not really proportional. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I also got uh, like a big dose of blade on my Rhino from uh, like the, the Lehman Russ. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I think it's, it's it fits with my Iron Hands since uh, like I don't see the Rhino as much as a transport, more than a, like a utility vehicle. That's true. I I see it more like a like a canvas for art. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really want any uh, nasty things. Oh. Although it can I paint something really nice on the nose blade. Yeah, that's a big uh, flat piece. I could paint something nice on, like a, a big canvas, like a fresco of the. <laughs> what's the one? Is it like Michelangelo? Like the, the guys when. Uh, like God is, uh, the fingers are touching, and or something, you know. Ah. You Maybe. can only use uh, blood, shit, and cum. That's all the color you need. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I made my army? <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, yeah, every, people keep asking why it smells so bad, but <laughs> ah. blood oh. for the blood guard. No, no, that's not, not right. Ah, sorry. <laughs> All right. So, the, what are your impressions of uh, 30k so far? Uh, I mean, switching from 40k. I think um, the community is much better. Uh, it's uh, uh, like, yeah, people put emphasis on the hobby, on the fluff. It's not only that you have to win every game. Um, for example, now being at Scandus at the tournament, where everything was basically allowed. I thought, oh, I, well, I, I'll take a all-around fluffy list, and I'm gonna get my shit kicked in. Kind of. <laughs> uh, but I was surprised. I mean, even though I'd seen some scary lists, they were most of the armies were quite all-around and nice. I would say. Yeah, yeah, it was a, a lot less intimidating than I thought it'd be. Because I, I heard all these rumors, it was gonna be like these crazy things coming, like Reaver Titans, or you're gonna get smashed, and then. <laughs> It wasn't like, that bad. Some some Danish guy, <laughs> Kim, <laughs> Kim, talking about like, oh, I can bring twelve uh, quad mortars or something. <laughs> <laughs> Which he didn't. He's a good guy. <laughs> so th I guess I like that. Uh, I mean, I of course like the quality that Forge World provides, which is really good and. It still feels kind of balanced, unlike 40k, which is like every time a new um, codex drops, that army is suddenly the best. It feels like, or you know, they, they and then they add a detachment or something that's I don't know, yeah, strange stuff. Yeah, it was a bit like that when I was playing in fifth edition. Uh, like when when the card codex came, it came out pretty early, but like after a while. The ultimate combination was discovered. What was it? The leaf blower list, as it was known. Oh, I, I don't know this. Tell me. So it was basically a shitload of chimeras, because chimeras were cheap. They were like 55 points. Yeah. With like the multi laser and the heavy boulder and armor 12 font. Uh, so you used a shitload of those, and then guys inside, and then. Uh, or is called Manticores, like the rockets. Oh, and then yeah. you basically just sit back and blow everything away. Oh, because you can also shoot out of the chimeras, right? Yeah. So what but did you? What did you have in each that that shot out? Uh, probably last cannons or something. Oh, okay, yeah. Or mortars would also be nice. Uh, also, veteran squads with plasma guns. Yeah, that sounds pretty harsh. Yeah. Well, wait, what were we talking about again? <laughs> I don't know. 40k <laughs> having nastiness. But 30k is nice. I, I think oh, yeah. 30k also has had some power creep into it. Like with new books, legions get better. And then, I mean, like uh, the old ones were a bit behind, but then Portugal fixed that. So, I mean, now yeah. Empress was kind of not very good for a while. But now I think it's really nice again. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, that's the thing. Like when I started the 30k, I was, I was looking around and then I discovered like shit. There's a lot of people playing Iron Hands. Like, no one was playing Iron Hands like before. Or, I mean, very few people that I saw around. But now, finally, when when they got like, their own rules, it's nice to see. 
they're becoming like a popular legion. Yeah, yeah, I really, I think so. I mean, yeah, and as you said, there were supposed to be four of you, four Iron Hands. Oh yeah, but then only you showed up. Yeah, had to carry the day myself. Yeah, but uh, which uh, which legions would you say that you haven't really seen in in the Swedish scene? I guess. Uh, or general as well. I mean, like if you're. On I haven't Facebook, seen any you know, blood angels. I think. All right. W were there blood angels at Scandis? Uh, don't think so. Uh, I've played one blood angels guy in uh, Malmo at or Malmo at the <laughs> cluster. Uh, uh, but I guess they are waiting for their own legion rules and stuff. Yeah. Have you played any Space Wolves? Uh, no. That's also... Oh, wait, oh yeah, because Blood Angels have rules, right? Oh yeah, they, they do. But they don't have any special units yet, so I no. still people are waiting a bit. Uh, and Space Wolves and Thousand Suns are the only ones who don't have any rules yet, yeah. I think, now. Uh, so, but I still, I've seen some Thousand Suns around. Uh, yeah, I saw I some at Scandus. Yeah, they were really nice. Uh, well painted. Uh, yeah. But I don't think I've seen any Space Wolves live, at least. Soon. Yes, you wait. Uh, the dogs <laughs> of war are set loose. <laughs> yeah, speaking of like 40k Park, there was also a thing like when Space Wolves came. Uh, did they take over everything? Uh, that was the worst because uh, their missile launchers were a lot cheaper than other space marines, and they also had thunderwolves. They were really good. They had counterattack and close combat weapons stock, like close combat weapons bolter and bolt pistol. <laughs> so they were how, how, or... what? Uh, do you mean power weapons? No, it's close combat weapons, bolt pistol and bolter. Stock under regular marines. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they had extra attacks and. Yeah. So they were pretty pretty much like marines, but better than regular marines. So like, people started playing like every kind of space marines as space wolves. Like, yeah, these are my dark angels, but I'm using the space wolves codex, and they're riding around these like wolf things. What? <laughs> Yeah, prox proxying, uh, I, I allow it to a small extent, like, oh, my sergeant has the bombs, but I don't have any on him. Like, oh, <laughs> no, no. That, I think that's okay. But uh, it takes away the magic if you if you start doing too much. Uh, I think it, look, when, we, when I started playing and I didn't have much tyranids, I think once I used uh, like a, a pepper, or what is it called? Like, in Swedish, it's oh, called... Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I used a, a vegetable as a drop plotter for them, like a <laughs> because we didn't have stuff. Uh, I also played uh, against a friend who, who played Tau, and I, I don't think I ho hope he won't listen to this because he hasn't started with 30k. But uh, <laughs> he did a bit of a dick move because he had one of these hammerhead tanks, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh well, I'm gonna today. I'm gonna play as if I had three of them. Um, so you're just going to have to imagine that the other two are over here. 
<laughs> and then maybe he had like the transparent faces or something, and then he moved the model about, or I don't know. It was uh, uh, Tau Tau tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, no, annoying with the space wolves that, and people were they were modeling their armies after using that the codex, but uh, with the weapons and stuff. But it's just oh yeah, I'm doing this because these are like these kinds of whatever space marines, and yeah, they just happen to use the best codex that's out right now. Oh yeah, yeah, that's not nice. So yeah. Oh. But uh, but then should we just um, uh, w what made you choose Iron Hands? <clears throat> uh, so I, I used to play them back in 40k, and uh, I used to play them back in 40k because I think that's they're closest to to dwarfs as well because I used to play dwarfs in fantasy. Just the defensive kind of yeah, def defensive and. Good at making shit and just badass. I think that like the Iron Hands, if they would have a Marvel character, it's uh, the Punisher. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they <laughs> won't, they won't stop until the job is done. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and they're just like badass, and that they're they're evil, but they're on the good side. Oh yeah, yeah. I like that. They're, they have like no compassion really for normal humans. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, they're they're really cool. Yeah, and I don't know. Uh, uh, I think the color, like, like, the color scheme is tough. I think because I yeah. mean it's lack of color. And, yeah. uh, black is the new black. <laughs> black is cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean it's uh, in. I mean you could uh, paint the force quite quickly if you just you know. Chaos Black and then Lead Belcher, I guess, and then you would be done. Uh, but uh, to make it like uh, good, it's I think it's difficult to get a good black and a good metal. Yeah, that that's pretty much the way I made my Iron Hands in 40k. But this time, like since I already made Iron Hands, I knew that you can't make them like that. It's too boring. Yeah, yeah. It's boring to paint them, and also like, boring end result. But you have a more like, uh, yeah, dark metallic feel of the entire tanks now, right? Yeah, uh, I base them in in metallic color, and then I wash them down with black, and then pile in the middle. It's uh, it's really uh, an opposite to the Empress children that are all about uh, <laughs> color and uh, yeah. The, the the bad thing about doing this technique is that. <laughs> they, they pretty much you pretty much only see the effect of it if you hold it like ten centimeters from your face. <laughs> further away than that, then you're then they're just gonna look black. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. On the tabletop, it's difficult to uh, yeah. Doesn't matter. I know that I painted them. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, what made you choose the the Emperor Children? Uh, yeah, once again, I think it was the, the novels, the books, um, because, I mean, for the first three, you have uh, the story of Saul Tarwitz and Lucius, that is kind of parallel to the Sons of Horus with Loki. Uh, so you have this little indication of, oh, who are the Empress children? Oh, here's some, something about them, and oh, okay, they 
they're kind of nice. And there's a lot of douchebags in that legion. And <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, they're really nice. And then uh, with uh, with the, the fifth book, uh, Fulgrim, that really sealed the deal. Um, because I, I really like the story going from, uh, yeah, having the from the perfection and then the fall of the legion, you know. Uh, yeah. they, they they start out with so such high ambitions and they want to, yeah, be be nice, some nice guys and have, be perfect. But you can't be perfect. And then, yeah, you yeah, you, you start whipping yourself. And, I don't know, <laughs> painting with. I think that's it's a really big uh, thing about the heresy that you can, especially if people have played like a long time, that they, they've always had the these really chaosy chaos space marines with horns everywhere and <laughs> yes. super fucked up and now you get the chance to like make them when they were just marines yeah yeah they still look uh, fabulous but uh, <laughs> they're bad guys <laughs> no and i think yeah and also like uh, yeah people read the books and they fall in love with the legion and then they really you know they have that uh, I think it's cool when people use that also, like, okay, how would this Legion play? Uh, not only with their special rules, of course, but, you know, like, ah, for example, well, I mean, you don't have to be a fluff uh, Nazi, I guess, but uh, I, for example, would never take Psykers, because as far as I understand, the Empress Children thought that Psykers had a flaw, and therefore they weren't perfect. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't take that. Uh, I also wouldn't really take a Leviathan Dreadnought, even though I really think they're <laughs> super cool. And I don't see any where, where it doesn't say that the Empress Children didn't have them. It's just that in my army, they seem too bulky and too kind of industrial. They're more like a like an Iron Warriors thing, or Iron Hands. Yeah. You know? uh, so it's just a personal thing. Like you, yeah, you just have a feeling what, what you think your force would have in life. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, I like I like the books, the the background. I like the uh, the color scheme. I, I really like the purple and gold, the the regal uh, way of yeah. yeah. They they look really really nice. Yeah, they look awesome. Your army looks awesome. Ah, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but I really want also because. Uh, uh, Angel Exterminatus, which is the book that came after, uh, <laughs> where they start to really <laughs> freak out. <laughs> Just, oh, I don't know, let's listen to this music really loud. Okay. <laughs> let's take this skin and stretch it over our faces. Okay, do some drugs and I don't know. There but, yeah. You know, in the entry scene where there's like a, there, there's basically like a carnival where Perturabo is waiting for Fulgrim and he lands and he does this massive, there's a carnival of all the humans from the ship, like the remembrances and stuff. Uh, and there's, you know, human centipede guys. <laughs> I, I love that scene. It's, it's cool. They're having sex and then they're killing each other. And, and Perturabo is, uh, okay, <laughs> what, what the fuck has happened? <laughs> Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm 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 uh, planning on adding some cultists, uh, some human the... centipede cultists. Yeah, I don't know how I don't dare <laughs> to take it too far because like, <laughs> you take it to some tournament and there's some kids there. Or, I don't know. You can't. You're bad. Mommy, what's that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
what what's that it's a dick dog <laughs> uh i don't know i, I would be banned from games workshop right? <laughs> why, why can't i play here anymore I, i'm sorry sir but your <laughs> your models are too perverted uh yeah i'm, I'm working on some cool stuff I hope I hope to bring maybe, maybe that's why they like moved Stonish from uh, fantasy. I think so actually. I think it did make it more child friendly or that's what maybe some guy came with a human centipede. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> but I mean they removed all the nipples I think from the 80s. <laughs> They're, yeah. like I think the demonettes and things used to have nipples but no more. No more. <laughs> Weird. Now, I'll, I'll add them. I'll green stuff. <laughs> I need to make I need to make a dick dog for my predator uh, <laughs> future project. So, do you have like a cool story for Emperor Children? Uh, well, that's a problem. Not really, because I I went for the as I went for their um, special characters. So I had Fulgrim and I had Eidolon. And then it's kind of uh, it's difficult. I can't say, oh, this is this yeah. specific company, you know. Mm-hmm. It's more like, well, I have it's kind of the cool guys and some of their followers, or so it's a bit sad in a way. Uh, but I, I think I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna make my own character, like you know, my own named character, uh, and then uh, from there maybe make my own fluff kind of. All right. Yeah. But you do you have like, uh, your own? Clan. Yeah, uh, Dianons are divided into clans, as you might know, which is basically a, a mini, mini legion. They it's operate like, like, like chapters or companies or yeah, but they they operate independently, and uh, at least in in forty k, they're like sometimes fighting between each other. Oh wow! Be yeah, like the, the superior clan. So in in thirty k. Um, like the best clan gets the best equipment. Oh, so that's like, when Ferris went down to Istvan. He took like the best clan with the best equipment. That's and they didn't come back. Yeah, that's why the Legion was a bit fucked after that. <laughs> so yeah, I started on some background on my Legion, just. Yeah, I'll tell. All right, so I'll, uh, basically, uh, like, uh, like your, um, it's one of the clans that didn't make it or cut it to go there to Istvan. No, actually, yeah, like on their home planet, uh, Medusa. It's Medusa is just a really cool planet as well. It's like a, an abandoned fortress, or like not abandoned, but just super decayed. So oh, it's well, like well. it's like super Mad Max, but in space <laughs> and on drugs. And and with ice, right? Uh, yeah, I think they have some ice like, on the poles, but it's, it's not covered in ice. It's just really desolate. Oh. And you got it's got this huge like ring around the planet. It used to be it's like a space station orbiting the planet, but now it's just decayed. So basically, there are these like clans living on the planet. It's just fighting to survive, and they're just going around in these big vehicles, like yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're called. I think there was a, like a model for Epic, just this huge, huge thing. Like the uh, what are things called? Jawas in Star Wars. 
Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, oh, I thought they first. I thought they were mastodons, but they're even bigger, like behemoth, maybe. Yeah. Be word. Like those kind of vehicles, so they're just like roaming around looking for resources, trying to survive in these different clans, and they're like always fighting against each other. And like Ferris didn't unite his planet because he wanted them to fight to stay strong, because only the strongest survive. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the background for my clan is that uh, when when because they take the space marines from those clans, those are the clans that become like the, the companies. Yeah. So, so my background is that when they took all the like the fit men from those clans, then the clan that I'm playing like started gaining dominance on the planet because they st still had like all all their like, guys, so they could take advantage of the situation and like become stronger on they the cost of the other ones. So they're like still fighting back back home. And after he like got strong enough, and Ferris like, okay, so you, you guys can also become space marines. Oh, that's cool. But but then they weren't. Uh, were they at Istvan? No. So my story is that like they they're really new and they're basically just been equipped with their stuff when like the call comes that like they need help at Istvan. But by then they're like at Medusa, which is like on the other side of the galaxy. So they, they didn't really make it there. Yeah, uh, which is also the my reason for that they're using the Mark IV armor. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that makes sense. Because yeah. I only got Mark IV armor. So but would you think about like including some uh, scouts, maybe, to indicate that they're newly produced, or...? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure how like the Space Marines were made in 30k, but I think they're made straight into legionaries i don't know i i i'm i'm reading pharos right now um without without spoiling anything but um, the, um uh so the the ultramarines there i think that there is a talk a story about some neophytes that are becoming space marines but they're still not really done they're almost scouts kind of i think but anyway, yeah. But that could that could explain why you have so many tanks. Like you would have fresh resources. Basically. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's also like part of the story that when when they come to the to Istvan, like there's still like a, a kind of a front line with Medusan attacking everywhere. So these guys just come there, like, hey, we're heard you need some help, and they have like this this fresh supply of armor. Like pristine equipment, like okay, so attack here, attack, attack, attack. Oh. So basically, they're like one of the few uh, intact armored forces, so they're pretty much used all the time to attack. But do so they do listen to at least medicine, or they they follow some authority, yeah, uh, other than Ferris, or yeah, yeah. Do you have a, what's what's the title for leader of a clan? Is it some? I haven't figured it out yet. Do they have some title? Like, I mean, like, yeah, Iron Warriors have Warsmith? Uh, yeah, Iron Father. Ah, oh, Iron Fathers, of course. But are they the top guys? Or are they more like a, almost like a chaplain guy? Uh, they're like a chaplain, a tech marine predator. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have, they have rules also? Yeah, 
they're basically a predator that you upgrade for 40 points, and he also becomes a tech marine. Oh, that's cool. I, I like that idea. And uh, you can also take tech marine stuff then, so you can take the red grenades and stuff. It's pretty cool. Whoa. But, but have you been using that yet? Or you, you used uh, Castaman Orth, I think, against me? Yeah. Oh, and uh, I heard Dire Force guys were talking about making a list with him, making an armored force. Uh, and I've been through how to build it, and it's you have to jump some hoops to make it work. Because I wanted Orth, because uh, when he's the Warlord, he gives you uh, the Ram attacks gain plus one on a shard. So basically, AP2 Ram attacks. Oh, that's cool. But like, I also need someone who has the Master of Legion rule, so I can actually take the right war. Ah, uh, and first I thought about... Delegatus, maybe? Cheap? Yeah, I was thinking about taking him. But if you're taking a Delegatus, then he has to be the, the Warlord. And if he's the Warlord, then I won't get the bonus from Orth. Okay. But wait, doesn't the, doesn't the Praetor also have to be the Warlord if it's... No, he doesn't. I thought that was like the Master of the Legion rule or something. No. Maybe. Maybe I've been playing this wrong. <laughs> there must be a way around because, as you say, if Castaman Orth has that rule, he has to be able to be the Warlord. <laughs> Oh, yeah, or maybe he can't be the warlord if you're running a right of war. Maybe I'll have to look this up. <laughs> this is the way I thought it worked, anyway. But I'm not gonna play with Orth this time, so this time I won't have the problem, anyway. Okay. Are you, uh, and this time are you talking about uh, BSK? Yes, BSK. Yeah. Which is tomorrow. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so should we, uh, yeah, so should, do you want us to do that now, or should we take a break before? Uh, we can take a small break. Just for the sake of the podcast. Yeah, for the sake of the podcast. Just grab all and get down 
And welcome back. Uh, I got a new beer and we're all refreshed. I really like that song. That song was really nice, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you remember the song? <laughs> yeah, it went something like... Uh, uh, I really liked the, the refrain. It was really nice. <laughs> I liked the, yeah, the lyrics were good. And, and the instrumental part was <laughs> <laughs> all right so we were talking about the um, bsk yeah what, what is bsk tell people in sweden and people outside sweden this is basically a gaming convention held at i think it's in borås they have some kind of school uh-huh I've been there uh, once before when I played the... They used to have the, the 40k Swedish team tournament, which oh, is, which is always... A, it's a pretty old uh, like uh, tournament, I think, or like this convention, I heard. Yeah. And the team tournament was pretty much the highlight of the year for 40k, because it's just always fun to play in a team. Oh, was it like we play in 30k, Traders Loyalists? Uh, no, it was, it's uh, four players per team. Oh, and then just random games and your team scored? Yeah, you you match up pretty much the same way as we match up in Scandis. Like, Whoa, that's cool. Uh, let's throw out this player and then someone chooses to meet him. And then you choose the table. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, it gives a bit more... <laughs> gives more to the game. Which is also why I love like the the thirty k events. Yeah, with the yeah. With just the, and just that they have two sides makes makes it feel like you're fighting for something, not just yeah. first place. <clears throat> and speaking of that, like the traders gotta shape up. The yeah, yeah. win like every single event. I know, I know, and I can't say that I'm helping very much for the trader side <laughs> because I, because I, uh, I don't know. I how was um, Avarii? I never been there. Uh, that was really nice. I think uh, very, also very well uh, arranged and stuff, and uh, uh, in a way, even more like the campaign feeling was more because they have the map. And oh yeah, basically. I think that works great, and I would like to have gone to more, but I, I had to select which events I was going to. So, And I think there's actually one last of our cluster in December. Yeah, I'm going there. Yeah, I, I don't think I will make that either, but I, I'll try next year, because I think uh, they'll start over. I know, I know. Life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they have a, a lot of events. Yeah, I think yeah. There was one now in uh, September or something. Yeah, I think did they so did they have five in one year, I think? I don't know. They're maybe the more mighty Malma scene. Powerful meta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tough so uh But the Bulos. Yeah. People living in Sweden. What what is Bulos? It's such Bulos, a beautiful uh, city. I think it's the city that rains the most. Yay! Like I think it's little a... London. I don't know. <laughs> I I got a friend that's from around there, and he told me that. So that's a nice nice fact. Nice way to introduce the town. It rains. 
Yeah, I, I I don't know much about it. I basically living in Gothenburg. I go through it every now and then with the train, but I never I never stop there. <laughs> so sorry to I guess Eric is from there. He's the the guy the, the leader of the thirty k Sweden. He's gonna be pissed if we talk shit about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I live pretty close to it now as well. Uh, living in Hvde. Oh, that's another nice. Try to pronounce that, you outsiders. <laughs> <laughs> so the, when I went to Borås the first time, I, it was when I lived back in Falun. So it was like a five or six hour drive or something. Oh, yeah. And now, and now it's just an hour. Very nice. And also, they, they don't, I don't think they play 40k there anymore. Oh, uh, maybe I, I, I don't know, actually. Uh, but uh, what about the thirty k part of this convention? What, yeah, what this is the, the the first the first time they're having. It, I think Eric is the organizer. Uh, I, they had a thirty k at Gotcon. Did you go there? Uh, no, I didn't. I'm because it was uh, Easter, I think, so I missed it. Oh yeah, uh, but uh, hopefully I will Gotcon go this year. Is a, Gotcon is a really big gaming convention in Gothenburg. Where I live, woo! I think they have a. Uh, they organize it together or something. The guys in the rules. Yeah, I think I've seen. The, there seems to be the same guys involved on Facebook. Uh, yeah, how, so, many, how, many, how many days are you playing? How many games? How many? So we're, we're going there tomorrow on Friday. It was Friday the fourth, and. Uh, for an entire Friday, it's just going to be like open tables. See if play. Oh, okay, but but the tournament hasn't really started, or uh, no? And then on Saturday, there's uh, there's going to be two games and then an apocalypse game, I think. Oh, that's a, that's nice. So will everyone be in the last game? I think so. Now I'm going to get shit for not reading the player pack enough. <laughs> But will there, will there be some uh, some mortalis also or uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look this up. It's gonna be a nice surprise, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm uh, super stoked who, who, though. Who reads who reads player the players? <laughs> yeah, you make it up on the go. <laughs> that's yes. why that's why Freddy the Swede was so smart, like printing the. All the rules for every game because he knows that people don't do it. <laughs> I actually read this player pack. Like, don't judge me. I, just, yeah. I just forgot it. Good, good for you. <laughs> uh, so there are twenty people coming. That's nice. Very yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome event, I think. Uh, have they presented which armies are playing? Um, no, I don't think so. It's but, always nice to know, like, ah, oh, five of those are Iron Warriors. Ah, <laughs> oh, goddammit. <laughs> uh, do you see, do you see, like, all the terrain that Eric posts in 30k? Yeah, he's doing an awesome job. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be awesome. Like, all these huge buildings and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I look forward to seeing some pictures. Yeah. I look forward to smashing some walls with my tanks. Just destroy his terrain, basically. 
<laughs> I'm gonna throw my resin land raiders at him. I, I always have this urge to throw my land raiders at like a titan or something. <laughs> yeah, Forge World Resin versus Games Workshop Classic <laughs> Terrain. I think you're you're gonna win. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much BSK. Open gaming on Friday and then campaign gaming on Saturday. How many how many points? Two thousand five hundred. Okay. So five hundred uh, points less than Scandus, but I think two thousand five hundred is like it's like the universal standard, right? I I think so. You because you don't have to face all the scary lords of war. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like about that. How how did it become two thousand five hundred? Because when I entered Lincoln, that was just, okay, we're playing 2,500. And then that's been the standard for me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because the guys, uh, the Avarii in Malmo, they have, they, I think they started at 1,000 and then they had 1,500, 2,000, 2,500. So they had this increase, uh, gradual, which was uh, nice for new players because you could add stuff, you know, during the year. So I'm not sure if, if 2,500 is, is that set yet as the standard. Um, but I, 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 I agree that I think it, that's, you have, it's not too many models that you can finish the game in, in time, but you can still have uh, a balanced force, I guess. <laughs> I think it's a really good point, because uh, like, it allows you to display your space marines with pretty much the numbers of Imperial Guard. Yeah. Compared to 40k. Infantry. And it allows you to put three land raiders in a squadron <laughs> without bothering that it's going to be half your list. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> no, I think that's cool. I think because in that, in that much points, then people will be able to counter most things. Yeah. And <clears throat> I just loved visually 30k. Like when you look at a 30k table and see like all these 30k units that you don't see in 40k, it's just so cool. And especially when people paint their shit so good. Yeah, the the the, the quality is usually very high. I think people painting like these biggest tanks and Spartans and. Loads of Mark III armor and stuff. It looks really good. Heavy, and also... Heavy, heavy what? Oh, like, like you, it just feels heavy. <laughs> <laughs> like heavy infantry, heavy tank. <laughs> heavy metal. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how, how it will be tomorrow. Hopefully we'll get some games. Some dudes looking for dudes. Exactly. Maybe even get the chance to fight some loyalists <gasps> yeah I, I also think like sometimes i feel oh i should just bring some loyalist empress children so i can play people that i never play <laughs> so you can face the horrors of red butchers yeah uh, but uh, so far i mean the loyalists have been scarier <laughs> <laughs> they, win. <laughs> they win more stuff but uh, uh no i i mean no I, so far I haven't played enough to feel that I'm tired of it. But I mean, 
eventually, if you always have the two sides, you will start being like, oh, I, I would like to face this Legion because I never do that. Or, uh, yeah. Maybe. maybe you introduce more like Shattered Legions and stuff. You can always argue like, oh, well, these are some, they're not really decided which side they're on and they can fight, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm just glad I don't have to face white scars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've I've evaded them so far. <laughs> just nothing more frustrating than just by swooping over you. Gives me like you just have to bring like a squadron of uh, Sikoran tanks. But I guess you can't take them as squadrons, right? No. He's giving me bad flashbacks to playing Eldar. Oh, give it jet bikes and yeah, I have a two-plus cover save. We reroll. <laughs> but then that's when you have the Sikoran tank and like, will I ignore your gene? <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, but on page 26, I believe it says, I ignore your gene. <laughs> that's how you make friends. <laughs> awesome. I hope, I, hope you will, uh, I hope you will face some cool armies this uh, Yeah, this week. I'll... Definitely. Just also, like, why Zeriki is so fucking awesome is that all the armies are just such a joy to go to the events. You look around, see how much yeah, effort yeah. everyone put into their stuff. I love uh, seeing them on Facebook, like, just armies on parade from these events. It's really yeah. cool. Oh, I saw, I don't know uh, who posted it, but there were some tables of some event. It was just sick. All yeah. the tables were incredible. I saw them too, I think, yeah. Yeah, they had this, like, Somertalis sable, those, like, with a wall of bastions. Do you see that? Yeah, uh, I saw one that was, like, it looked like a fort, because, yeah, yeah it was, like, bastions, and then the, you could lift the top, and it was yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mind blown. But, uh, and they had a, a board that looked kind of like the Istvan board that Fortuar did, which is awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have you made uh, any terrain? Do you have a, your own bo board where you play? Or Yeah, I've actually made a Somertalis stable myself. Oh, okay. How, how did you make it? Um, I put these uh, two pieces of uh, like board, like MDF or something, and then I built the walls with uh, thin, <clears throat> thin pieces of wood. Also, this like pressed together kind of wood. So I just made like the outlines on the walls. Then I used silver tape to texture the walls. Yeah, and, and I... it can be fixed with uh, duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, duct tape. And then I just I found this uh, like rubber carpet thing with this texture that I used as a uh, the ground. Oh, okay. And then I just filled the place with. Some random bits, some more time, like those squares that you build buildings from. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just, uh, I butchered a DVD player for some parts. Oh, that's one. It's got a movable door. <laughs> like, you can open and close, since I took the, the thing that slides <laughs> in and out of the DVD. Oh, yeah, uh, that's awesome. And then I sprayed, like, a big uh, Alquila on, on a big, just open area. Yeah. I think I got some pictures on my uh, my Instagram. 
I'll, I'll try to I'll try to check them out. Uh, it, it's fun because I'm also working some on on a Sun Mortalis board. Nice. Um, but I haven't I haven't gone that far yet. But um, it's also based on like MDF uh, plates. But uh, I'm building it in uh, thirty by thirty centimeter sections. I think. Uh, right. There's basically yeah more rooms than corridors in a sense. Uh, and it's been really fun to fill them up with different like. Uh, yeah, horror horror movie inspiration, and uh, I made a really scary uh, apothecarion where I think Fabius will work. The, okay. the making of a human centipede. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, you have some <laughs> blood on the floor, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna fill it up with small details and stuff. Uh, I'm hoping uh, to try to finish it. Maybe like my, my one goal would be to uh, finish it as a four by four and bring it maybe to the next Scandus if possible. Uh, yeah, and I would love I would love to bring it and then be like a, a board master or game master and see. Yeah, it's a good idea. And just be like, yeah, okay, two or maybe four players, you come and play here, and I will like play with them and be like, oh, in this room, you suddenly find a, a, a Magos. Do you want to speak with him, you know, or do you want to kill him? <laughs> I mean, I, I think that could be like I like Cecil did on Eye of Horus, I think it was, who did this for their event, and I. Yeah. Really got inspired by that, so that's something. If I if I can freaking finish it, <laughs> but I'll do my best. That's a really good idea. Uh, but so we don't know if there will be any Somertalis tomorrow. But but yeah, I, cool terrain. I, I'm sure that you will see lots of cool terrain because of uh, Eric. Uh, we didn't have to submit any uh, uh, Somertalis lists, so. Okay, yeah, then probably we'll not. But we should have that for the future. We should make like an episode. Uh, terrain inspiration is always fun to talk about. Yeah, definitely. I'm uh, also making some terrain or fixing up like the old 40k terrain. My nice. like the gaming club. Yeah, because I think yeah, you, a, a really cool board to play on may like gets you into the game where you yeah. can imagination because even if people make really cool uh, armies and then you put them on you know this <laughs> table it just oh, it takes away the magic i think definitely fortunately there's a lot of really good terrain out there so i i haven't been disappointed <laughs> yeah yeah all the terrain at the events that i've been to so far is just freaking a a plus a plus. I, I started playing with like we used Harry Potter books <laughs> and she, you know toilet paper. <laughs> like this, uh, yeah. I don't know. Just it looked like shit. <laughs> yeah. I think you had a sheet over the table uh, that was supposed to be snow. And, uh, yeah, it's been... Speaking of amazing tables as well, I just love Freddy's virtual table. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. And everything's magnetized. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's not fair, man. It's amazing. Good job, Freddy. Yeah, very good job. I think um, because I really like the, the gaming mats that are coming out more and more. Yeah. Uh, I, I, have a, I think I have a 4x4 four four at home. Um, but um, uh, I, I like... In the, in the only way to make a table really like the, the best, like the next step, I think you have to have it, you know, built 
in, yeah, on the table, like everything's built together. Yeah, they have uh, what is it called? Styrofoam. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, something where where the the board and the buildings are integrated. Like, yeah, I mean, it's nice to be able to move them around, but when when they are really custom built, or you know, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that as well, making a game with uh, like two by two pieces. Maybe you can do stuff that's pretty easily like move around. Yeah, maybe if you have you build the board, but you have specific places for buildings. Yeah, you can move them around, but when you put them down, they should still look like they blend in perfectly. Yeah, but that's for another another episode. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, should we? I think yeah, we don't have anything left for the uh, the event to talk. No, that's uh, BSK. We'll have to have a, a post uh, discussion, right? When you've been there, I want to hear uh, how it was. Definitely. But uh, so should we wrap this up with some uh, crazy questions? <laughs> or do you want to All right. before that? Or I don't know how this works. Uh, let's see. Maybe we could talk about the, the Emperor's Children and Iron Hands a bit more. Oh, yeah. The time. yeah. That's true. So I've been just thinking about the Emperor's Children and Iron Hands that like, the, in all the novels and stuff, when they're talking about each other, uh, like the Iron Hands are like, oh, these were our best buddies. For all this, like, oh, we used to hang out with these guys all the time, and they're talking about how, like, the Iron Hands went to their operas and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just been thinking, like, why are these guys friends? Like, they're so different. But yeah, I, I, I can't really. It feels a bit forced. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So I was just been thinking about it. like, where where's the information about this? And pretty much, uh, what I come across is that. Yeah, Ferris made Fulgrim a sword, and Fulgrim made him a hammer, and <laughs> now they're best buddies. Yay! <laughs> yeah, because even in the in the books, uh, I guess it's in the Fulgrim book. You know, it starts starts off like, oh, oh, I'm gonna meet my old friend Ferris again. How lovely! Oh, and the the, the, the Empress children are really happy. Like, oh yeah, they, those guys are cool. Uh, yeah. Then the first time they meet, they already start to kind of, you know, I don't know, they get a bit angry at each other. Uh, or at least you feel that, that there's tension going on. Hmm. I can't remember the book, but I think Fugum does some dick move that so Ferris has to like put his ship in the way of the enemy torpedoes or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I think one thing that they're trying to explain it with is... Uh, that they they both strive for perfection, both legions in a way. Yeah, but I'm thinking about that also. Like, what legion doesn't try to do their best though? Night lords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And also like that they try to do something perfect. I'm thinking about about that as well. Is that uh, like the emperor's children try to find perfection in every way possible? Like yeah. they will always try something new to find perfection. Yeah. While the Iron Hands try to like, perfect one way of doing something. Oh, that's true. And also, I guess, yeah, they they try to perfect all their equipment and like the yeah, they're more of the machine in a way. Yeah. Maybe they be they want their legion to be a perfect machine. Like the, their perfect way of winning as an enemy is to smash the enemy 
And how do we smash the enemy best? Uh, more armor, make the armor a bit better, make all the guns a bit better, and attack yeah. in perfect synchronization. Make it that, this way, while the Emperor children are much more like effectively flexible. Like, all the enemies coming against us, let's go around them and do this. And let let's make sure we look good while we're doing. <laughs> Like, yeah, we could bomb them from space, but what if we came on jet bikes with swords? <laughs> Would that be cool? Yeah. And also that uh, the Emperor's children are more of a seeking of, like, personal perfection, while yeah. the Iron Ants are more to be very, to be able to cogs in a big machine. Yeah, they, they're not, they don't have to be as individual, like, they know their place. Yeah. I'm going to be the best cog in the world. <laughs> Engine grease is my <laughs> call in life. And also now that I bought the Total War Warhammer recently. And uh -huh. I'm playing as the dwarves. And then the idea came to me that Iron Hands and Emperor Children are pretty much like dwarves and elves. Oh, yeah. Both in the way that they behave and then like, how they act towards each other. Because, first of all, Iron Hands and Dwarves. It's just super obvious. Like, first of all, <laughs> they're both like best craftsmen guys. And they're they're divided into clans. Yeah. They're like grumpy and stubborn. And do I even need to explain how Emperor <laughs> children are else? I don't know. <laughs> Slanesh has something to do with it, maybe. <laughs> Arrogant and perfectionist and fast and beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> you could definitely have some um, squads as allies for your iron hands. <laughs> yeah, I was actually thinking about that. I was thinking about making like a, a Lemurs company with some squad infantry. That would be awesome. That would be super cool. Just like, yeah, oh, they're, they're here basically to take care of our tanks or something. <laughs> the engine, the engineers or something. Or just because the, they're traveling in these big fleets and they're just attached, like, here's some help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it is a bit. Yeah, I think I, I can see some, yeah, as, you, as we talked about, what, it's the perfection that they are, you know, somehow. Because, but the, so the Iron Hands are not really like Death Guard or Iron Warriors that they just throw themselves mindlessly into the meat grinder, or? No, they're more like, uh, they're more like, uh, I don't know really how to. They're like, they're like a computer in a way. They're like, yeah. Okay, exactly. this will take, we will lose 20% of our force. And that is, yeah, that is okay, considering what we get. Okay, let's do it, or... I, I think that because in uh, the book um, with Molech, when Horus invades Molech. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, vengeful Spirit. Yeah, Vengeful Spirit. In that book, he says that like, the only Primarch that matched him in like, military capability, like as a tactician, was Ferris. Oh yeah, that's that, that's great. That yeah, that he understands like the the art of war in such a good way, and the Iron Hands are like a machine 
that they do exactly what Ferris tells them to do at the exact precise moment, like, perfect moment, and they're just, yeah. they work as an extension of him. I haven't thought about it in that way, but as, I guess, yeah, that makes sense why it was so, diff uh, I mean, important for them to kill them at Isvan, or at least kill them. I mean, they might have been one of the biggest threats, actually, then, otherwise. Yeah. And also, it's really cool to think about the story of the Iron Hands after it, because, like, the Iron Hands are like a computer. I don't know. Uh, have you done any programming before? Uh, just a little bit. Yeah, so if it would be, like, a script, then the Iron Hands would be like, while Ferris tells us what to do, we're doing this. And then, like, the basic <laughs> part of the entire code disappears, and they're like, where am I? Who am I? Some loop that they can't get out of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yep. I think that's a really cool thing about the Iron Hands also in, in 30k. Like, that they lost their Primark. They're pretty unique in that, that they have to like deal with that. And that they actually continue to fight after that is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, and I guess some of the other Primarchs maybe lacked in that way that they were good tacticians, but they loved their sons so much or too much. So maybe they were like, oh, well, this is the best way to take the planet, but I would lose so many of my dear sons. Whereas Paris would be like, yeah, well, they, they know what they're in for. They, they will sacrifice themselves for victory. And Yeah. It's, it's really cool. I like it. Cool dudes. But I, so whereas I'm more for like, oh, yeah, we, we are this perfect legion. But then, you know, everyone is kind of competing against everyone. Like, ah, oh, if, if I kill the enemy sergeant, then Fulgrim might look at me and maybe I can go to this secret <laughs> slumber party and drink wine <laughs> or something. Yay. He looked at me. Oh, my God. He looked at me. I will never wash my eyes again. Yeah, that's also... The, the, the Emperor children, uh, like all of them are eager to like become the leader. All yeah, of them yeah. wants to be the one in charge of everyone else. Well, the Iron Hands are they're the complete opposite, that no one wants to be the leader. Yeah, they, and, they know their place. Yeah, and after Ferris is dead, then they have this like council of, okay, what do we do? Like, uh, yeah, maybe we should do this. Like, no, you, you can't decide. And, but why don't you decide? No, I don't want to decide. Like, uh, that's why they kind of break out off into different war bands, maybe because they they don't really have a leader. They can't follow anyone. Yeah, and still in 40k, they don't have a chapter master. They have like that's cool a council. So they have like one like, the leader of each clan comes there, and then they have a council. That's really cool. Yeah, so they're a bit. They don't really have a leader after Ferris. Whereas Empress Trillion have super high, uh, like strict hierarchy with like you're my second lieutenant and I'm the Lord Commander and you know and you would always yeah. or like at least after the fall they're like yeah okay can I kill my supervisor to take his place you know you always have that kind of <laughs> scary I like the, the, that there would be some kind of internal fighting. Uh, yeah, and it also reflects back to the High Elves. Oh, yeah. yeah the how, how they used to be in, like, in fantasy. They have these intrigues, and everyone's playing like a power game to try and get to the top. 
yeah, yeah, I, I really like it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you actually made me think more of the Iron Hands because I always thought they were a bit boring <laughs> because they they seem so simple minded. Like, oh well, they just march into battle. And uh, but yeah, I, I, now as you explained it, I, I understand it more. I, I I feel for them more. Respect. <laughs> The origin story in, uh, I think it's the first book. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with Ferris, how he came to Medusa, just awesome. Just such a badass, like, winning against everyone, like slaying a freaking Necron Catan with his bare hands, like drowning it in lava. <laughs> and then it says how he goes around between these clans and help, helping everyone around. So he, he is basically Mad Max in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty cool. He like he, he just helps people, but he never joins them. He just goes around doing shit, and then it's just says he goes around like the underworld of that city and killing mutants. So, but you already have like lots of tanks, but you should make them more Mad Max style, like, <laughs> like you know, or that could be your like allies. You have like some kind of war band from Medusa, you know. That you just picked up, and they are basically in these huge uh, job uh, stuff. Or Istvan survivors, you know, these really yeah. shitty tanks. Yeah, just like put together <laughs> somehow, and they're a bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Although in one way, it feels more Empress Children to go around super crazy. They Empress <laughs> Children would definitely have the guy playing the guitar, you know. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Awesome. I need to pull cool that guy on my Land Raider. <laughs> <laughs> If I get a Spartan, I know where. <laughs> you should decorate it with like leopard first inside as well. Ooh, like a round bed. That spins. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, but uh, yeah, I think to wrap this up, should we just stop with uh, two crazy questions? All right. Shit, I still haven't <laughs> figured out my question yet. In the segment we call, Niklas is trying to figure out his question. <laughs> do you, which the season do you prefer? <laughs> Are you an apple or a banana guy? <laughs> no, but I have one. I have one. We can we can try with this one first. Uh, okay, so I've thought about this. Like, um, do you you remember in the first novella? where it's like, oh, I remember when Horus killed the Emperor. Yeah. And they basically invade a planet that has the things. They are Terra, and they have an Emperor, and all that. Yeah. So, basically, what if we think that we are on the right side, <laughs> but we're not? <laughs> yeah. you know, we're cut off from humanity? Yeah, I mean, we don't realize it, but we're actually in the 31st millennium. And uh, tomorrow, uh, a fleet arrives, knocking on our door, like, we're here to claim you back to the real Emperor and the real Terra. All right. Are you with me on that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've so, actually thought about this before. Yeah. No, I, I've thought nightmare. about, like, could we... <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, there's a lot of variables here. Uh, but I, I was thinking, like, well, couldn't we, like at least fight them off for a while. Uh, because 
in the future, I mean, they have, of course, they have high tech, but it's also low tech in a sense. Yeah. So say that, okay, I mean, Earth is still okay. We're we're polluting it, but you know, the the fleet thinks that this is valuable. We can't just uh, do an exterminatus on these fucking rodent people living down here. <laughs> we have to. Uh, we have to. Well, they don't want compliance, so we'll, we'll just wipe them out and then bring compliance. Uh, so okay, so there's a fight basically. But I mean, we still have you know, if all the hum like our armies would go together and we have you know. Uh, I don't know, battleships and uh, tanks and uh, flyers uh, or like fighters. I, I think we could still put up a fight. Yeah. <laughs> don't you? Okay, so. Uh, okay, it depends on how, how big the fleet is becomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, I mean, of, say it's just, oh, it's a, a small splinter fleet with only solar auxilia. Then maybe, yeah, okay, we can, you know. Fight it out with tanks and stuff. Yeah, and I'm but sure like it, the military could probably fire like. It to totally depends on how much stuff they they bring. And even if we won, they would just be like, "Okay, so we couldn't beat this in one go. Let's send the night lords." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally agree that they, we would be fucked in the long run. <laughs> but I, I think we could hold off some small forces at least but okay so follow-up question like which legion would be say it's a legion fleet that comes which legion would just <laughs> fuck us up like okay it's night lords or world world eaters <laughs> oh shit <laughs> uh... Wh which one would you rather not have invade earth night lords yeah i totally agree my yeah, lords and maybe world eaters. World leaders would give you a quick death, at least. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in a skinning pit. <laughs> but, but it depends also when in the heresy. Like emperor children might be worse than night lords. Yeah, if it's yeah post Istvan somehow, then yeah. Yeah, it's like when they came to Terra during the siege of Terra, like when everyone else was fighting, they were just going around Earth. Like raping and killing. Woo! <laughs> I can live with that. Spring, spring break 31. Yeah, bring me your dick dog. <laughs> yeah, but so either Night Lords or Empress Children, depending on when. Which would be the best Legion? I mean, like, okay, we're, we're still gonna get killed, but maybe, okay, maybe they'll just kill the military and then they'll be nice. Ultramarines, definitely. Yeah. Or, yeah. Salamanders, salamanders. Yeah, I was thinking Salamanders as well, but if they're told to flame someone, then they're gonna flame someone. <laughs> we'll just melt. <laughs> Damn it. I think, that, yeah, I think that's that's something to think about. Uh, so d did you have time to figure out the question? <laughs> uh, shit. Uh... uh right, like... it's, it's, like, it's a follow-up question. Mm -hmm. uh, what what earth politician would do the worst job talking to the imperium <laughs> like donald trump <laughs> but trump or putin or kim jong-un uh that's true 
like maybe Kim Jong Un would just be like, uh, no, he I, he wouldn't join them. He would be like, you should pray to me. I'm the god. Maybe. <laughs> what's what's the 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 guy in the Philippines? The new Philippine. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, the guy that wants to kill all the drug dealers. Yeah, yeah. He seems also pretty unstable. If, if Trump negotiated with him, he would pretty much. I think he would join them. Yeah, that's, that's true. You guys should join. It's tremendous. It's terrific. It would have to be someone who's like, um, yeah, who it would, it would refuse. Uh, that would be more problematic. Yeah. Maybe someone from the UN then that's like, well, no, actually, we want to rule everyone <laughs> together. We don't believe in one, uh, <laughs> one power. And they're like, oh, my God. They are tainted by chaos. Kill them all. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. Okay, so it's for this first episode then. We didn't lose our heads. We didn't oh. lose your head. We did, we did a catchy uh, phrase like to go out. <laughs> It will come. Like we we can make one up. It will come to us. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. And Always remember to keep your head. <laughs> For now, uh, it's the shitty goodbye we'll have to do. Until next yeah. time. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>